You're listening to The Cannabis Hangout, two girls, one bowl, and a podcast that is breaking the stigma of marijuana. My name is Brandon. And my name is Saba. We will be connecting with a community of cannabis enthusiasts by educating people, sharing stories from medical marijuana patients, and interviewing industry leaders while debunking cannabis myths. So we invite you to come roll with us while while we we break break it all down. Hey guys, welcome to the Cannabis Hangout. I'm Brandon. And I'm Saba. And today we are going to be doing one of our industry leader series. We're going to be talking with Morgan English. She's her and her husband, they are the founders of Stoned and Toned. So Stoned and Toned is where cannabis meets cardio. And it's an online smoke and sweat session app. And I use it myself. I'm actually a member. So <laughs> I, I really love it. So you're going to get to hear more about it from Morgan. So please welcome Morgan to the Cannabis Hangout. Hello, Morgan. Thank you so much for having me today. I'm so excited to chat and hang out with you virtually. Thank you so much for being on. We're so, so happy and so excited. I remember when um, Brandon and I found your app. I was like, holy shit, Brandon, like, look at this. You get high and you can get toned. And I'm not a big fitness person myself. Brandon is the fitness one out of the two of us. Um, but I was like, this is fun. And then we tried it one day and we did a little thing. I made her do it with me, Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> and yes. it was, oh, it was so fun. We were literally giggling the whole time. We did the partners workout and it was a blast, like 10 <laughs> out of 10 best yes. experience I've ever had working out probably. It honestly, I didn't like working out until I started combining it with cannabis, which is, you know, kind of like why we started Sound and Toned was just to change the conversation around movement a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I grew up overweight. Um, I was like 200 pounds until I was 18. I grew up in a really unhealthy household with food. And for me, I was always told that movement was something you had to do because you ate something or Mm -hmm. because you weren't a certain number on the scale or a certain size to fit into something. And so for me, like all movement was just such a punishment and it felt awful. And so when I was older and I started smoking weed, I was like, you know what, maybe I'll go to the gym today. And that's kind of when everything changed for me with movement because cannabis just lets you enjoy it and Mm -hmm. be there and you know you're not for me it shuts my mind off which my mind never shuts off Mm -hmm. so to be able to work out and just dive into that like I really I started to love moving my body and just moving it because I can and not because I need to and then I just wanted to do it all the time and smoke weed and work out with other people. That's that's amazing. So how long have you been using cannabis? Where did your journey begin? I started smoking regularly when I was 20. I tried smoking twice my senior year of high school and I really didn't like it. Um, I have very severe OCD. So for me, it really like, it took time to find the right strains and it's kind of like, a whole process for me mm-hmm. um, because with OCD and it's not just like turning a light switch on and off 37 times, but you know, like I will have a horrible day if I remember certain things that like I didn't do the dishes or the trash isn't mm-hmm. taken out. Mm-hmm. Like I have a very, very obsessive mind mm-hmm. and it makes it so hard to do essentially anything to be quite honest. And so when I was 20, 
I had a really big breakdown in college and my friend who was growing was like, look, you got to start smoking weed. Like you just need to chill your mind out and Mm -hmm. like, it'll allow you to focus on one thing and you can do that one thing and you can crush it and then go on to another thing. And so that's when I really started smoking. And then I didn't start in the cannabis industry for another, I guess like three years. I was just working as a nanny and I worked at a fitness studio called Bar 3, which is where I met the women who work with me today for Stones and Tones. They're awesome, by the um, way. Love <laughs> taking their classes. Everyone's so great. <laughs> oh, I just love them so much. I like cry when I think about it all because when I started um, in the cannabis industry, which was almost four years ago now, I started with photography, which mm-hmm. is my, I love photography. And I um, built an Instagram page. And at the same time, I actually registered all the domains for Stones and Tones. Genius. So I knew Genius. that this mm-hmm. was what I wanted to do. But it was like four years ago, no one was going to pay money to subscribe online to smoke weed and work out. Mm-hmm. That's like, what we did with the cannabis it, hangout. Like we got that domain as soon as it happened before yeah. it was even legal in our state. Because yeah. I was like, something is going to happen with yes. this. Right? so important when you as anyone listening to this like if you have that gut feeling that's like this is speaking to me and I need to hold on to this one timing is very important especially if you're starting a business anyone who tells you to just go for it because they're lying don't just go for it go for it but with a strategy Mm -hmm. and you know I knew four years ago I was there's no way the there were so many taboo conversations around cannabis still. I mean, it's crazy when you think about how far cannabis has actually come Mm -hmm. in such a short time. But four years ago, it wasn't even recreational in California. So to start a business that really was rooted in recreational cannabis, I mean, we obviously, I use it for medicinal purposes, Mm -hmm. but the majority of the audience that you're targeting is just kind of using it to enhance this one aspect or something like that. And I just felt like until there were more recreational states and more accessibility to cannabis, this wasn't something we could start. And so a year ago on April 30th, I lost, left parted ways with my main client at the time. And I told my husband that I just was feeling that pull. I was like, something's telling me it's time to start stoned and toned. Over the last year, we had gotten married and engaged and did so many things. And the only thing that got me through all that stress of running a business, planning a wedding, getting married and traveling was smoking weed and working out. And that's awesome. Yeah, it was really awesome. I mean, really, it was like, and and I mean, anyone who's gotten married or planned a wedding knows, like, even when you have everyone trying to do everything with you like there's someone in someone's family who's going to be drama (laughs) and it's like oh my god (laughs) and we were so fortunate we had a small wedding we had our wedding party was like so epic it was just small and everyone knew each other because we've known each other for so long Mm -hmm. so but all of that was like I would have had another breakdown if I didn't smoke weed and work out And so last year at the end of April, I told my husband, I was like, it's go time. 
I can build the strategy. I can build the plan. I can budget it all. This is who we need. And a week later was our first film day. Wow. Wow. We just went for it. I was like, this is the time. It's now or never. And so on May 8th, we filmed our first round of videos for Stoned and Toned, which is so crazy. To that think is about. so crazy. Oh, that's that so is soon. So awesome. Yeah, I know. It's so crazy. And so from May to October, we had two more film days and we built out the bones of the business and the structure of it, the website, you know, just kind of all the like honestly not fun stuff of building mm-hmm. a business. Yeah, yeah. All of that happened. Um, from May to October, and we launched the website on November 1st. Um, so we're still so new to the game, which is really crazy to think about because it's felt like so much longer just with so many things that come yeah. up. Well, you put so um, much into it. You've poured so much of your passion into it. So it's been, it's, it feels yeah. like it's longer. Yeah, and I think it feels longer too because for us, um, and people don't know this, really because I just haven't honestly recorded my video about why I started Stone and Stone. Here we are. (laughs) Right? This podcast was like meant to be. Um, But my husband and I have been working full time to fund Stone and Stone. So through all of this over the last year, we've kept full time jobs and it has been brutal um what do you do full-time so full-time i am a photographer and i do social media management and consulting okay cool. um with covid19 my husband and i have both lost our jobs mm. which sucks yeah. but um so you know it is what it is um and my husband is an artist and then he does technical directing um and normally he travels mm-hmm. so his life for the last year was being in Australia and then coming home to film and then going to Amsterdam and then coming home to film. And like, it was so crazy for him. So it kind of is a silver lining. I mean, it sucks that we don't have the work, Mm -hmm. but I haven't had to say goodbye to him in like a month. And that has been so nice. That is really nice. And I feel like since kind of, I mean, I feel like this time is since everyone's slowed down, this this is the perfect time for more people to hop on apps like Stoned and Toned Mm -hmm. where obviously all the cannabis users, that's all they're doing at home is smoking and they still want to be active. So what better way than to just have it in your living room, but still be enjoyable. And it's really cool that you guys actually take the time to smoke with, while we're smoking because it's mm-hmm. like we're having one big session together awesome. even though you can't see me, it's you so, know? It's so good to hear that because these are all, this is like the fun thing about Stoned and Toned is like we're literally throwing ideas at a wall to see what sticks because yeah. mm-hmm. nobody has done it. And I know that a lot of yoga cannabis businesses exist. Mm-hmm. And we do have a yoga instructor um, for Stoned and Toned, Mm -hmm. but the root of it is more a beat movement. Um, And even our yoga, we want more like personality and more like you want to be tied to your instructor really. And part of that is inserting your personality. And in the fitness world, a lot of it, your personality has to come out of it because Mm -hmm. you have to fit this mold of, 
well, this is the bigger company and this is their picture. Mm -hmm. And and here we're like, no, smoke weed, say what you're going to say, fumble on your words and make fun analogies Mm -hmm. and make people laugh. And it's going to be so much more fun. And then you're like, what the fuck? My butt hurts so bad. Three minutes. I know. And that's something though, like I appreciate about you girls, like every, all the women who run it. Cause I've done several videos. I ought to be honest. I try to do like two of them a day, like one in the morning when I get up and then one in the evening, but I love, so I'm a very like real straightforward, keep it raw with people type of person. And I feel like I get that out of the personalities that you guys are giving out. And so it's just cool because you guys are real chicks who like to smoke weed and like you there's bloopers like they're natural like you oh, don't yeah. care so like I, I don't mean, know it's just it's fun and no one's doing mm-hmm. what you guys are doing and that's so true because I think that's what turned us onto it a lot yeah. too because I was like stoned and toned like I always <laughs> I have a you know I used to go to my um yoga studio and I would smoke before I went because I'm like, okay, I've got to like, I need this buzz. I want it throughout it, but then it goes away. Like, you know, before or halfway through my class and I'm like, damn it. I know. So that was me for so long. And the thing that I realized is ultimately, you know, God, what I would give to have a brick and mortar studio oh, yeah. one day. Mm-hmm. One day. One day, absolutely. <laughs> and everyone will walk in and you'll have your mat and you'll have your joint and your own personal ashtray. Trust me. Amazing. I all Amazing. Of it. <laughs> you know how um, people but- eat that up though. Like there there are so many people who use cannabis that would like their minds would be blown that they got to come into a studio and smoke some weed with like a bunch of cool people in one room. Like you're just bonding so yeah. hard. Mm-hmm. There's totally something about, well, both cannabis and movement, but when you combine it in a bigger group setting, mm-hmm. it's just so powerful. And there is the, there's a whole theory behind group movement um, and the way that what happens when a group of people come together and start to do the same thing and you're moving your bodies in the mm-hmm. same way, you create a bigger unison that all of you are a part of. And it it feeds your soul in a way that like you can't get that somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. cannabis does that and movement does that. So I definitely can't wait to have more events. I mean, COVID-19 really, really screwed up our 420 plans. But that's oh, okay. Yeah. I can only <laughs> write everybody. I, Every, I mean, everyone. But I also laugh and I think, remember all the years of requesting to have 420 yes. off Yes. Oh, my gosh. I can relate so hard to that. That is so funny. <laughs> and now they're like, hey, it's 420. Stay at home. <laughs> I've honestly I haven't even thought about that but wow that's that's a great perspective I know I am I, I remember yeah. being in college and being like oh is my boss gonna know why I'm requesting 420 off <laughs> yeah and my, like, do I have a stoner on my head <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. uh, that is so funny so um do you, you, obviously, I think I know the answer to this, but when you guys are recording your videos, um, you said that, I mean, we've seen them. They're super natural, super organic. Do you guys get ever, do you guys ever get too stoned where you're like, holy crap, we have to stop? Or has that happened to you where you're like, oh my gosh, we have to stop? And like, re- have you guys ever had to re-record videos or anything like that? 
No, we haven't actually. And we don't. And that's kind of like the natural part of our business is Mm -hmm. like, we're not willing to re-record. The intros Mm -hmm. are really hard to get just because, I mean, we've gotten better at it for sure. I'm not going to lie. But just talking to a camera is really odd. And so the intros when, well, I guess on our first day of filming, we had no real intros because we didn't, we were all like, we're here, we're doing this. Oh my God, it's happening. (laughs) Right. And everything that we had planned, like completely went out the window and we just filmed and it, it worked. It like really worked. But now our film days are like very structured, very different. We have an opening to our videos where, as you can see, we'll say, hi, I'm Shane. I'm Morgan. Today we're doing and we're smoking. So that intro part, we film as needed Mm, um, because it's the most like, it's not scripted. We don't script it at all beyond, I know what we're smoking and I know the feelings that it, that strain is connected to. Mm -hmm. But then beyond that, we don't script anything. That's honestly um, so attractive. It's very attractive because I feel like working out in this is some, coming from somebody who hates working out and I hate saying that, but I don't enjoy working out. I, um, that was me. It's fine. Yeah. Just and so it. like okay. m- me looking at that from like an outside perspective, fitness has just been something that's always glamorized. And it's like, oh, if you're fit, you look good and you feel good and life is good and all the things. But like that's I mean, that's not as easy as it looks as glamorous as it looks. And so even you like, as you guys like mess up or you guys giggle and all that stuff, just all the rawness is very relatable. Mm -hmm. And I remember when I did my first class with Brandon, I just like, even when you guys were messing up, I didn't feel like such an asshole for messing up. And I just like, okay, cool. They messed up too. Like, it's so fun. And literally I kid you not, Brandon, I probably giggled for like 30 minutes out of like the 40 minute workout. But it makes it go by. It makes it's it go best. by fast. Oh, like, so fast. I don't know. It's just. Yeah. It's, but yeah, we definitely, that was always something that I was very gung ho about. And not everyone, well, not everyone, one person, our producer was like, I don't know. I think we should have more liberty to stop and say stop. And I was like, mm, I think that as someone who has felt, super disconnected and not welcome in any fitness facility Mm -hmm. ever. Mm -hmm. I don't want that. I want it to be real because even though like I am your typical like skinny person, I have years of trauma that I have to face every time I go work out. And, you know, my body couldn't do things before. I have knee dislocations. I have all Mm -hmm. these things that for so long I told myself I couldn't. Mm -hmm. And then you watch these fitness videos and every rep they do is perfect. They never miss a beat. They never lose their balance. And it's like, how do I work out and feel successful next Mm -hmm. to that? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's not real. Yes. Yeah. And it's not so real. I always said, you know, we're doing it one take from the time we get our intro done, we go straight into the workout and the cameras roll all the way through. We have never stopped and restarted anything um, except for when a wire came out on a mic pack mm-hmm. and Shane's uh, mic went out. So obviously... <laughs> We had no audio and that needed to be fixed. Right. Um, 
but other than that, that was the only time that we had to stop and then hop back into a video. Um, but yeah, even that was like, my husband like paused the timer, ran in, put the cord back on, fixed her up. And then we just like went right back into it. That's amazing. So, So, um, how many, like from the year that you guys have been doing this, how many subscribers have you gotten to? Um, that is not something we share. Okay. No, that's okay. That, no, no, totally. That's okay. Yeah. Um, that's just like on our end, our business side of it. Totally. Um, We are ahead of our goals. So like as we set internal goals of meeting members by certain dates and we've been able to stay on track. That's amazing. Do you so, have like a mix of like, sub, like, would you say like, have, is it more women who subscribe to Stoned and Toned or they're men too? Like, what do you, and is it like, is it just, uh, obviously like since it's cannabis isn't legal everywhere, I'm sure certain states have it more than others, but is it like a world worldwide thing that you have subscribers? Is if, I don't know if that's something you can answer or not. It, yeah, it actually is. So we, we are accessible to anyone who essentially has a debit card. So if, you're in Europe, you can't unfortunately join because of their banking system, which yes. is funny because our instructor Shane lives in Amsterdam. Oh. So she's, yeah. Um, but um, other than that, anyone can join. We have members in Canada, United States, Puerto Rico, and Mexico. Wow. That is so cool. Right now. Um, and then. Um, we have Shane, but you know, she's our instructor and she's in Europe. Um, so yeah, we do have that. And then we have predominantly women, our members right now, which is something that, you know, we want to make sure we're open to everyone. Um, you know, no matter who you are, how Mm -hmm. you identify, what you, you know, identify with, uh, we're open you know, we're here for everyone. It's not workouts just designed for females. If you're a male, your ass will still get kicked. Yeah. We have videos with Shane's husband in them. Um, we do have a few male members, but we definitely would love to see more guys join. Fellas, you hear that out there? Yeah. And those those Boy. workouts, though, they they really it's not just like you're doing like, oh, yoga and, you know, just graceful movements no. through the whole float. No, like no, it's like cardio. There's it's like hard. There's some classes I've chosen and I'm like, oh, I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can keep up with that one. You know what I mean? Like there's they it makes you work, but you feel really great afterwards. I like I love the. You know, using cannabis throughout it obviously helps. Always that. modify. Yes. Always take a break. That's something back. I appreciate too about um, what you guys do with your videos is you say that if this isn't comfortable, do something that you want to do. You know, do your own one. Yeah. Like, that's awesome because there's times where, you know, I have modified or done something different. But like, if you're, if I'm in a normal yoga studio, like, I feel like I'm looked down upon if I do that, <laughs> you know? Totally. Yeah. And it's not, And that's such a bummer because at the end of the day, all of our bodies are different and we're all capable of different things, even down to our flexibility. Right. And so how do you expect 45 people to do the same move the exact same way? Mm -hmm. It's just not plausible. And so for us, we like to offer modifications. Our instructor, Molly, is super high intense and turbo. So I always modify in her videos so that people 
know what to do or no other options for their bodies. If they have knee pain, like I said, I have dislocated knees. Mm -hmm. Shane has bad knees too. So for us, like Molly does a lot of jumping. Jumping is really bad for anyone who has bad knees. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you have to make sure that people have options Mm -hmm. because if they don't leave feeling successful, why would they come back? Right. Yeah. And that's the problem with the fitness industry is that like not a lot of companies set you up for success. And I think that's, I mean, that's why I love bar three and I work there actually in childcare. Um, but they offer modifications for everything. And so that was something when we were starting sound and toned, I said, you know, I want to make sure that we offer modifications and show variety because people need to know like if you're only showing one thing and people are wrecking themselves trying to do it that defeats the purpose of the workout right right totally so what's been the most exciting thing you've experienced with your newest venture oh man the most exciting or one of the most exciting because I'm sure like, you've had so I many <laughs> the high, I, mean, I honestly it feels like a blur it feels like I don't even know what's happened um But I would say one of the best moments um, was definitely our launch event, which we hosted in Portland right after we launched our website. So cool. And um, that was just incredible. And to see so many people that we didn't know show up. That's so cool. I expected it to be like all of our friends. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) And it was a huge mix of people. It was just a really, really humbling moment. and the whole night was so much fun to be in a room full of 45 people mm-hmm. and doing squats and seeing friends light up and pass joy. And it's mm-hmm. like, that's awesome. So, awesome. For oh my gosh. so long that I, I just couldn't even believe it's like it. Surreal. It felt yeah. so surreal. That's amazing. And it's like another good feeling that people you didn't know believed in your mission and just like what you were trying to do. And they were like, well, hell yeah, I'm going to go try this out. You know, that's just like super cool that like the people who really started with you from when you had the launch party are probably still with you and like have seen you grow. And I'm sure that's a beautiful thing for them, too. Yeah, it's so fun. It's fun to see them join in on our Instagram live workouts, Mm -hmm. our little Zoom workouts now. It's just it really, it has, it's built a lot of friendships. Those people who showed up that night are in my heart forever. Absolutely. And it honestly has bred friendships. That's like just beautiful. I messaged one of the girls the other day that was at the event and I was like, I am lonely. We should sesh and FaceTime sometime. And she was like, awesome, let's do it. And I was like, cool. Oh, so, I love I mean, that. It, it really is, you know, it's so much more than just, a 30 minute workout and mm-hmm. I know that we're online and designed for you to do it at home mm-hmm. which we you know chose that for a couple of reasons mm-hmm. um, but it's a bigger community there of cannabis consumers coming together and it is just it's it's the community more than anything that keeps me going because I just love everyone yeah that's so how much. it should be people. yeah that's awesome. And also, if you guys haven't watched these yet, they're all in black and white, which I think is so awesome. Our videos aren't in black and white. It's just our Instagram. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, all the videos? Yeah. Am I so crazy? Videos, 
Brandon might be colorblind and she didn't even know it. No. Well, okay. I feel no. like. The... <laughs> no, you totally. No, I think. So we just switched our um, web hoster. And so when you preview things, it all shows up in black and white. Oh, okay. But then when you go to click the actual video, they are in color. Okay. See, that's, I'm looking at your app right now because I'm like, am I crazy? What's happening? You're not crazy. I bet you're totally not crazy. So when you click on them, so when you click on them, they're, oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. Isn't that, yeah, there, there it How is. How have I not noticed that? It's because by the time the video starts, you're doing the workout and you're I'm so just, focused. And I'm, but I'm staring at the You're not screen. really, yeah. Wow, okay. Who remembers if it's in color or black and white. That's okay, hard. well, yeah. regardless, I've, I'm speaking on the aesthetic, you whether it's your, right. yeah, whether it's your Instagram or logging onto the app, I love how it is in black and white. It's just not something I see all the time, you know? I feel like black and white, especially with your Instagram, because I was admiring it. It's very beautifully curated. Um, love the aesthetic. Black and white is not something that everyone can pull off. No. And the fact that you can do it fitness, cannabis, and black and white is just like a trifecta. It's beautiful. It's literally all my favorite things. I love it. That's awesome. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I am a sucker for black and white photography. I always have been ever since I started. If I had it my way, I would just shoot and deliver galleries in black and white. That's awesome. And I... With my cannabis photography page, I always notice that color just performs better. But my vision for Stoned and Toned just was very black and white, neutraled, and pulled all the color out of it. Um, and that's what we did. And just ran yeah, with it. I mean, I love it. I love the way it's looking. And it just it feels right. And I feel like, I don't know. Black and white for me feels more limitless than color. It's classic. Yeah. I feel like it's timeless. That's I can agree word. with that. Timeless yeah. for timeless. sure. So during your um, stoned and toned sessions, Morgan, what is your like go-to smoke? I know you got, you switch it up probably, but like what is like the first one that you're like, I love it this way. This makes me feel like while I'm moving. Yeah, absolutely. We do switch it up a little bit from video to video. Sometimes you'll see rep- repeated strains. Um, just because there are certain strains that are great for yeah, workouts. They're staples. Yeah. Personally, I love um, a Super Lemon Haze. It is a great, great, really uplifting, high energy strain. Um, that really comes from limonene being the prominent terpene, mm-hmm. um, which is just going to boost your energy there. And then another strain that I've been smoking pretty much daily, um, is SFVOG, which I know is more a West coast strain, I believe. Yeah. And that's kind of the hard part also about being based in California, but feeding to more than just the United States. Mm-hmm. Like you don't how do you pick strains people don't have access to the same thing right. yes um but yeah sfvog has been another staple um i'm not sure of that terpene profile off the top of my head to be completely honest but it makes me feel very balanced and like my anxious like heavy beating mm-hmm. chest kind of like feeling like i need to like run away from things yeah just goes away and then I don't feel tired. I feel like I can still do a lot of things. That's um, good. So, do you tend to use really- like sativas or like more of like an indica? Because I know you, you earlier you were saying 
when you're like, you have OCD and whatnot, does the sativa, if you smoke that, does that like make it worse? Do you feel like, or do you think it balances you out? It for sure depends on the strain. Um, we, I think there's been like two videos where we mentioned the idea of like sativa indica hybrid. Mm -hmm. Um, but we actually steer clear of that because yeah, I respect that. So yeah, it's so hard to say, especially with hybrids Mm -hmm. because, a hybrid can be leaning one way or another mm-hmm. and you can't classify all hybrids as hybrids. Like that just, that right. doesn't work. It's For not me, always going to be a sativa. Yeah. I'm like that doesn't work. It's not just all hybrids magically work kind of the same way. Like their yeah. genetic makeup of the terpene profile is going to affect your high so much. Mm-hmm. And so there are certain strains, um, I do not like tangy. Tangy always gives me anxiety. I don't really buy into that like whole sativa indica thing. So that's yeah. kind of a hard question to answer. No, I, because, I totally get that. I feel like also, we try to steer clear, but then like I know some people like really like go by that. with or, one or yeah. the other. Yeah, like I, I, so I work at a dispensary and when I'm behind the counter, I'm always like when new patients come in and they're like, Oh, like indica sativa. And I'm like, yeah, well, that's not really a thing. Like it really, cause now it's, yeah. it's so advanced growing is you don't know where the seed's coming from and it can be crossed with a thousand things before you even get it. And just like all the things. And I've had so-called sativas make me feel like indicas and vice versa. So mm-hmm. the terpene profile is really what comes into play there. Yeah, and I feel and like then- so many people don't know that. You also have some brands calling Blue Dream a sativa and yes. some brands calling it a hybrid. And then you have some people saying Trainwreck is more sativa while others say it's more indica. So it's like you can't you can't just look at it that way. Mm-hmm. I think the best way to do it is really to do the research on terpenes and totally. to figure out, based on your terpene, what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, Mercine is really great for people with anxiety. So it's, and that's also a terpene that's prevalent in every CBD strain. So that's another good thing to just know about it. Um, but it's, it's so hard to just stick to those three buckets of what is this? Yeah. Um, that's how it makes you me, feel. Yeah. For me, I just really pay attention to how I feel on certain strains. And because I have OCD, I like to smoke the same strain. So I have like SFVOG, Blue Dream, Super Lemon Haze, Mimosa, Grapefruit, Pure Kush. That's about like... Do you have all those right now? Uh, right now, no, I wish. Okay. I was like, um, wow, do you keep all those stacked? That's awesome. <laughs> God, no. Those are just like the strains that when I buy, that's like what I look for and yeah. stick with. Um, and then if I'm going to try a new strain, I'll try it in a smaller amount and I will pay more attention to how I'm feeling in that moment. So like I just tried a forbidden fruit or no, it was fruity pebbles. I tried fruity pebbles Mm. a few weeks ago and I was not feeling good on it. So I was like, cool. But that's, that's, I, I try to like really hone in on that. And I think that also comes from like years of therapy and Mm -hmm. having panic attacks and Mm -hmm. having to learn like, okay, I'm starting to feel a panic attack before it comes in really. Mm -hmm. So that, that therapy really helps me like keep track of 
my high because I can just kind of pinpoint it right away of like, mm-hmm. oh, that's that like uncomfortable feeling. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. not going to smoke the strain again. Yeah. And it's also nice knowing like your go-to strains and you have an abundance of them, which is nice because sometimes people only have one or two that they know to go to. Yeah. But the nice thing is, is that you always know what you're getting from those strains. Like it's never a surprise, especially if the terpene profiles are right yeah. and it's grown properly. So that's really nice. Yeah, and I don't like surprises, so that <laughs> I has can been imagine. very hard to figure out with cannabis, yes. <laughs> which is very funny, but, um, you know, you have to try things, totally. and I think trying different cannabis strains has probably taught me bigger life lessons, sadly, um, <laughs> about just, like, needing to let go of yes. things and mm-hmm. control. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, but, yeah, it definitely, it, it's really nice to know the strains I'm smoking and to not feel like I can't, I won't know how I'm going to feel. I just don't like that. Like that's why I personally don't really drink alcohol. Yeah. I I feel that. I feel that so heavy. Yeah. I like, I can't, it takes me out of control. It is not enjoyable for me. Yes. I agree with that. So Morgan, before we end this, is there anything else you'd like to tell our listeners or you want them to know? Oh, I don't know. (laughs) That's a loaded question. That's a very loaded question, I know. It's very open-ended. There doesn't have to be anything either. Yeah, there doesn't have to be anything <laughs> no. either. Um, you know, I I don't know. When does this air? I guess that's a better question because, like, what are we doing right now with our lives <laughs> and coronavirus? I know. Um, I know. Um, but, yeah. Go ahead. If you guys are airing this soon, I would definitely just tell people to tune into our Instagram lives if they aren't able to join and be a member. Um, memberships are just $10 a month right now because we know everyone in the world is just their world turned upside down. So we tried to do what we can on our end to make cannabis and movement a little more accessible for other people. Yeah, um, that's awesome. And yeah, if you can't join, that's totally okay. We're doing Instagram lives and Zoom workouts where I share my screen and awesome. you can see one of our pre-recorded videos. So, you know, just follow us um, on Instagram at Get Stoned and Toned. And that's a good option. Come work out with us. Yeah. Also, guys, be sure to follow Morgan's personal Instagram, This Cannabis Life. It's really freaking dope. <laughs> I'm just looking at it oh, right now. It's you. so cool. <laughs> yeah, that was that was what I started with. And Amazing. I, I'm still, I still post there. It's just. Instagram's exhausting and it's a lot. <laughs> I feel you. I 100% feel you on that. Well, yeah. Morgan, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to talk with us yeah, and just educate you. us and really just us getting to know all about you and how you got into cannabis. Thank you. It was such a nice afternoon getting to chat with you ladies. Yes, we can't. I I know Brandon's already working out with you, but I can't wait to work out with you virtually. Soon. I'm going to make her do it <laughs> later, so don't worry. <laughs> Do it. Oh, well, you have a good afternoon, Morgan. Thank you so much. You too. I'll talk to you later. Okay, bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning into the Cannabis Hangout and stay woke (laughs) for next week's episode. Stay medicated, y'all. Thanks for listening to today's show. 
To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Season one of Dope History is now available at dopehistory.com. Dope History weaves you through the lives of those who have been touched by cannabis or have had an influence on the events that shaped our laws or relationships with this plant. You'll hear tales from Frenchie Cannoli, Keith Strop, Eddie Lepp, Tom Alexander, Ed Rosenthal, Wolf Seagull, Jorge Cervantes, and Tommy Chong. Available now at dopehistory.com.